Hello and welcome to another episode of Pros Pondering Paint. We've got a new series we're starting of how to start and run your own painting business. And Brandon, you obviously are running your own business and you started it in eastern Wisconsin and then you moved to western Wisconsin and restarted the business. So when is and how do you know when it's time to start your own business? Oh, well, I'll tell you what, that really can be a loaded question. The I would say there's probably never really the perfect time to do it. It's just, it's kind of something inside of you that, that this is something that you want to do and you jump into it, even though you have no idea what's on the other side. <laughs> and I'm guessing when you jumped in, you probably went, oh crap, I jumped into the deep end. I'm in way over my head. And basically that's what happens. And And honestly, it's natural, right? It's natural because you just don't really know. But you know, you you get to a point in in your your work life where you pretty much got the routine down. You know how to do things. If you're a person that's a little bit more business minded, well, then you might start looking at how the person who you're working for how they're running their business. And I'm I'm not saying it's good or bad, but you're like, you know, I might be able to do a little better, or I'd like to try things a little bit differently. And, and that's kind of what gets the ball rolling in your head. Uh, and is there a step formation? Like, you know, you should wait till you're the foreman of a crew or you're doing estimating for your current employer, or is it just one of those kind of, I guess, gut feelings when you decide to go after your, you know, watching and learning from your current employer? Yeah, that, that's a good question. I'll, I will say you should wait until you have a relatively good overall knowledge, but a lot of guys, they do go with their gut and they might be very good painters, but then you're left having to figure out the whole business side of things. When you start out on your own, I always think of, you know, you don't want to try and take on the world. You don't have to do everything. So if your main focus, if your strength is refinishing cabinets, then focus your new business on refinishing cabinets. And then as you get that established, then you can start to take on other things because I'm sure clients will then say, well, you did such a great job on my cabinets. What about the rest of my kitchen? It needs the walls and the ceilings need to repainted, be repainted. And that's how you start to branch out slowly. Yes, that's exactly right. And a lot of times when you're going to start out with your own painting business, you put your toe in the water a little bit and maybe you, you pick up a couple of painting jobs nights and weekends, right? Maybe that's what you do. You can make a little extra money, which that's always wonderful. But it also helps you to be able to learn how to deal with clients, how to look and bid a job. And, you know, a, a good boss or owner should make everything look easy. And then people are like, well, I can do that. But once it is you and it's on you and you're, you're either going to benefit or you're going to suffer, I'm telling you, it's, it's very different. I believe it. And I give you guys business owners, sole proprietors, uh, so much credit for being able to well, one, have a life outside of work because not only do you have to paint all day, but you have to bid, you have to meet with the clients. Then when you get home at night, you have to run the numbers and you have to, you know, calculate everything out and get your day planned for the next day. I don't know when you guys sleep. I don't know when you, and this is going to scare everybody off at this point in time, but you know, sleep, have a social life, anything is there a magic secret sauce to that balance or is it just learned over the years of doing it well a little bit of everything i you look at it like a bird 
you peck away at things, right? This is what you do. So you know there's going to be a bigger time commitment. We, we know that because if you're working a nine to five, once five o'clock rolls around, the brain clicks off and you can do whatever you want. But when you're self-employed, that never clicks off, right? I get calls till nine or 10 o'clock at night. I'm answering text messages. I'm doing emails. And it's just becomes part of your life a little bit. Like my wife will see me stop and go click, 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 click on my phone. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm just verifying things for tomorrow or the next day or whatever. She's like, oh, okay. So it's just one of those things that the, the family learns, but it just takes a few minutes during several portions of your day in order to be able to get something like that up and running. So it's just, you got to change your whole mindset on that. Uh, and that's one thing I've seen over my years of being paint vendor, working with a lot of contractors. There's a lot of guys out there running their own businesses. They are some of the best painters I've ever seen. But unfortunately, when it comes to the business side of things, they're, they could use some help, which I'm hoping that this will help them because I know as a sales rep, like you, my phone always goes at, you know, at night on weekends, there's always something going on because you guys are always working. And to have that mindset of being able to go, all right, well, I can pop it up, boom, 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 real quick, and then shut it back off. That's a very learned mindset that a lot of people struggle. Yes, yes. And and then the other thing is having the self-discipline because there's going to come a time then where you got to sit down and do bids, right? So you've taken all the phone calls during the day, you've worked the full day, and of course, the last thing you want to do at 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night is sit down at the computer and start typing out estimates. But in the end, that's, that's just part of the job. Typically, I do it once the family goes to bed. That's when it's quiet. I have some free time. And then I can just peck away, basically, at, at all those little jobs that I need to do. And if you stay on top of it, that's the key. Stay on top of it. You know, you, you, you slowly get it done and, and that's the way to do it. Then it doesn't feel as overwhelming. That all makes sense. And then you mentioned your wife a couple of times. I'm guessing that this is something that you should have a discussion with your spouse or your partner uh, with or your family with to let them kind of know, hey, we're going to go out on this limb and there's going to be some kind of some changes and some new rules and kind of get those essentially established. Maybe not all of them up front, but at least start to have that conversation so there's less surprises. Yeah, that's smart because this is something that it really does affect the whole family. Of course, that can be for the good and it can be for the bad, but typically it's both, right? Because it's it, everything is give and take. So I've been self-employed since before I was married. So my wife knew what she was getting into. Her father was self-employed and she has always been so good with regards to all my phone calls, all my text messages and emails and stuff like that. You just have to make sure you give your family the proper time because that's always the most important thing right but you you also can't neglect the um the business side so a lot of times where that time comes out of is from entertainment right so maybe instead of watching the football game at night well you might still watch it but you might have your laptop on your lap or your your tablet or whatever and you're typing out emails yeah, that all makes sense. So, I mean, the original question is, when do you know to go? We probably can't give you like a, all right, at 12, you know, 12 years and 13 months, you know, that's the time to go. It's, all right, I've been doing this long enough. I feel comfortable. I'm ready for that next step. So it's more of a gut feeling. 
Exactly, exactly. And the other thing to, to keep in mind is a lot of people push, you know, like, oh, you're really good at this. You should be self-employed. But in their brain, that that's a compliment to you. And it is a compliment. But the reality is there's a ton more work. And so the big question or the big thing that you, get, you have to ask yourself is, do I really want to be self-employed? Because that's a loaded question. Again, all these things that we just talked about. The second one is, why do I want to be self-employed? Is it potentially more free time, potentially more money? Is it anything like that? And that's the conversation that you were referencing you have to have with your family to make sure that you have that balance. I can honestly say that if you are not invested in the, the desire to do it, you're going to fail. I mean, you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. You have to be ready to jump in just like anything in life. If you don't really want to do it, then guess what? you're not going to do it. So you have to be 100% in and yeah, you can't have somebody else tell you, well, you're good enough. You should just go do it. And, oh, okay. Well, I've always kind of thought about it and kind of half jump into it. You've got the full jump into it. I've talked to enough guys over the years where they've dipped a toe in it in and out for years. And that's what they do. They just dip a toe and they come back, they dip a toe and they come back. I just talked to a guy who wanted to get out of reverse this. He wanted to start a new business from painting and went into wanted to be more of a general contractor. And he played in that arena in and out for about three years and finally just said, I have to go do it. And he jumped in and in the past six months, he's done more business in six months than he did in the previous three years with it. And has actually turned it into a success because he finally went, I want to do this and I'm going to do it. Good for him. And, and that really is the case. People, they dip their toe in, but eventually you're going to have to make the jump and that's what it is. And so the question is, do you want to, do you need to? Because sometimes you're doing just fine where you're at and, and, and maybe you just need to ask for a little bit of a raise and that'll satisfy that itch, so to speak. So you can see these are just a couple of questions and thoughts to consider before becoming self-employed. That'll do it for this episode, um, part one of starting and running your own business series. We'll have another part, uh, part two coming up um, for our next one. It'll be uh, You're On Your Own, Now What? So we'll look forward to seeing you next time. As always, thank you for watching and don't forget to like and subscribe.